Hey there, this is Clay with modernlove.life. In this video, we're going to talk about what to say to your ex after no contact. Now, um, you know, if you've been looking for solutions to help you reverse your breakup, um, you've probably heard about the no contact rule. Not going to go over that in this video. If you do need to check it out, we do have a whole playlist on at least my take on the whole no contact rule. You can find that up there in that video link on what we call active no contact. Um, you know, there are many different approaches to no contact. I know people talk about the no contact rule, um, but it's not like it's just one no contact rule, right? There's many different intentions, many different reasons, many different ways that you might do it. I don't really recommend that you do it the way that most people do it as some sort of manipulative mind game to get your ex to come crawling back to you over broken shards of glass or anything like that. Anyway, with that being said, when you're getting back in contact with your ex after no contact, you know, whether it was, you know, just for a short period of time, whether it was for a month, whether it was for uh, many, many months, we don't really know where they're at emotionally. We don't know if we're going to contact them and they're going to be angry at us. We don't know if they're going to be upset. We don't know if they're going to be really open and willing to talk to us. We don't know if they're going to be standoffish. We don't know where they're going to be. Um, and so what we want to start by doing is actually just putting out a calibration sort of message. So typically what we're going to start with is uh, just a, a, a low level of investment message. Now there's different levels of emotional investment that you can have in a conversation. And more or less what we wanna do is we wanna have a somewhat even uh, level of emotional investment uh, from both people in, in the interaction. We can talk about this later in other videos, but uh, basically if you're getting back in contact with your ex, after you know not being in contact with them for a while, their level of investment is pretty low. So you're probably going to want to keep your level of investment at least initially pretty low. Um, so basically, just send out a calibration sort of message, just to kind of like feel them out, feel where they are emotionally speaking, and where they are in terms of being in contact with you. This would probably be something where you're just you know going about your day, something sort of pops up that reminds you of them, that reminds you of some memory that the two of you had together, and you just you know send it off. Hey, I just saw this uh, thing. It reminded me of the time that we did this. Uh, just couldn't help but you know smile about it and thought I wanted to share it with you. Something like that would be great. Now, when it comes to these sorts of things, you want to make sure that, again, the level of investment is low. So when it comes to these sorts of messages, you don't want to be sending, hey, I saw this and it reminded me of the time we went on this amazing romantic vacation and we fell in love and we promised that we'd always be together for the rest of our lives. Like, don't do that. That's, that's the wrong kind of memory. That's way too high up in the investment level. It's just going to increase the amount of pressure that they're going to feel um, towards interacting with you. And basically, if you're getting back in contact with them after no contact, you want to keep that pressure low. You want to keep the investment level at least initially low. Um, there is a time to put pressure on, but it's definitely not right as you're getting back in contact with one another. Um, so you're going to send this, um, you know, low investment level message to basically just sort of get a sense about where they're at. How they respond or maybe don't respond is going to let you know um, where they are emotionally. If they respond, obviously, very warm and optimistic, then, you know, hey, great. They're definitely open to connecting with you. Their emotional state is, is pretty good and you probably don't need too much help. Just go ahead and, and create an emotional connection like we've talked about in other videos, rapport building, all that stuff. If they are a little bit, you know, hesitant, they're giving you these like one or two word little, you know, monosyllabic one sentence responses like, oh, that's cool, nice, 
cool. Maybe they're just giving you like the thumbs up on the text message or something like that. That lets you know that they're at least open to talking to you, but they're feeling hesitant for one reason or another. And so what we want to do is we want to show them that it's actually safe to talk with you. Now, chances are the two of you are, at least if you're following my recommendation here, you're doing no contact because for some reason, the two of you interacting with one another is, is causing more damage to the emotional connection. So that's probably why you did no contact. Now, don't get me wrong, there's obviously other schools of thought on no contact. Like some people think you just need to always do no contact. No contact is about gaining like power or control. No contact is a mind game. No, like Again, I talked about this before. There's many different philosophies on no contact. But my philosophy is that, hey, the only reason we should actually be doing no contact is because us being in contact with one another is less enjoyable than us not being in contact with one another. And so we need to stop whatever's not working, take a step back, work through some things if we need to, and then, you know, try again when it seems right. So so basically, that might be why they're a little bit standoffish. Maybe things in the past weren't that great between the two of you. But if we can show them that, okay, there's low pressure, so we're not like trying to, you know, twist their arm into getting back together with us right now. There is a time and place for putting that pressure on, like I said, but it's not when you're first getting back in contact with them. So we want to keep that pressure low to show them that it's actually okay and that it's safe for them to come a little bit closer and to engage with us. So, um, you know, yeah, just keep that pressure low. Don't do anything that's very, you know, relationship focused or anything like that. Um, and then, you know, you might do something like demonstrate to them through, you know, vulnerability on your side that, hey, it is okay to actually come a little bit closer. So, you know, you invested a little bit. They've sort of met your level of investment by sort of meeting you a little bit. Now what you want to do is you want to increase the investment a little bit more by showing them that it's safe to get a little bit closer to you. You can express a little bit of healthy, positive vulnerability. You know, none of this like, you know, pouring your heart out kind of stuff, but just, um, you know, maybe sharing about your emotional experience or something along those lines, and then see if they rise to meet you. If that happens, then okay, they're following you, and you can go ahead and do what we talk about in terms of creating rapport, going down to the emotional level, all that sort of stuff. Another possibility is that they lash out at you or that they just don't respond to you at all. Now, if they're lashing out at you, it means they're still obviously hurt or upset or angry about, you know, whatever happened before no contact, whatever happened because of the breakup, during the breakup, after the breakup. Um, or um, if they don't respond to you at all, it could be equally that, hey, they're still upset, they're still hurt, they're still going through whatever. And so if that's what happens, then we may need to actually get, get a little bit more uh, clear in terms of what's happening emotionally. So you may need to do something like apologize for something that you did wrong. Now, obviously, don't apologize just for the sake of apologizing. But if you need to apologize for something that you, you know, genuinely feel bad about, something that you know that you did that was maybe uh, not cool or something, yeah, go ahead and actually apologize using the strategies that we've talked about in previous videos, in our course like the Exolution program, all that sort of stuff uh, to hopefully clear out that emotional blockage. Um, as we move forward with all of this, by the way, if you like this video, please hit that thumbs up button for the YouTube algorithm. It does help us out. It says, hey, YouTube, Clay's videos are all right. You might want to show them to more people. You know, help a guy out with his YouTube channel, please. Um, also, we are talking a lot about stuff that we cover inside of our course called the X Solution Program. If you want to check out that course, just go to modernlove.life slash ESP. That's modernlove.life slash E as in X, S as in solution, and P as in program. What we want to do as we're getting back in contact with our ex is to really 
remind ourselves that we're not trying to do the whole thing in one interaction here. It's not just like, okay, we're going to get back in contact with our ex. Uh, they're going to fall back in love with us because we sent some perfect magical text message and they're going to want to get back together with us, with us right then and there on the spot, right? It's not going to go that way, at least, you know, 99 times out of 100 here. Uh, typically, what you're going to need to do is you're going to need to build up the emotional connection over time because a lot, in a lot of ways, this is a process of them learning to trust you, trust themselves around you, trust in the dynamic between the two of you. And trust, of course, is something that takes time to really genuinely, authentically build up. Be okay that this is just the beginning and that this is the beginning of trust building and emotional connection for the two of you. Uh, with that being said, what we're looking for here is progress, not to just get this done in one move. So, okay, if we can just go from, hey, we're not talking right now to, okay, now we're talking again, awesome, that's progress. If we can go from, okay, we're talking now, it's a little bit tense to, okay, they're opening up a little bit, that's progress. If we can go from, okay, they're opening up a little bit to, okay, now they're dropping their guard a lot and we're talking about, you know, some memory that we have together, that is progress. If we're talking about some memory that we have together and now we're building that emotional connection, getting into rapport, suggesting doing something like meeting up, talking on the phone or something like that, that's progress. If we're meeting up in person and we're making plans to meet up again because we're having a good time, that's progress. If we're meeting up several times and our connection is deepening and we can tell that things are getting much better between the two of us uh, and we decide, okay, we're going to actually talk about getting back together, that is progress. So again, we're going for progress, not just getting it all done in one move. As you get back in contact with your ex, this is the beginning of a journey of trust building, emotional connection, and all of that stuff. Um, so once again, I hope you've enjoyed this video. If you do like it, please make sure you hit that thumbs up button for the algorithm and to subscribe to this channel um, so that you can get updated when we post new videos. Make sure you hit that bell icon as well too. And once again, if you do want a little bit more uh, structured help through all this, please check out our course called the X Solution Program at modernlove.life slash ESP. There's also a link for that down in the description box below. Anyway, this has been Clay. Take care and I'll talk to you in the next video.